Hi everyone, welcome to the RE Effect Podcast. It's your host, Miss Jovan. And today I have with me my sister and my friend, Kiana. And we are going to talk about life after divorce. Very interesting topic that we both are familiar with. We're going to share with you our different experiences with regards to our divorce process. Let's just be clear. We both do not advertise or push for anyone to get a divorce. We believe that you need to make a decision that would be best for you and that will ultimately make you happy. So with that being said, me personally, the, my divorce process was uh, emotional. It was very challenging. It was at times I was angry. At times I was frustrated. Mm-hmm. And that was the separation part, at least the beginning, because in certain states, each state has their own different rules as far as how long you can be separated. But for me, it was just going through the process was just, a headache mm-hmm. to say the least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just really just brutal at times. What was your process like? Yeah. Um, so I was a little bit different because we were military and we had always gone through this pattern of being apart. Like when he would be deployed or when he was going to have to go on a mission or whatever, if he was going to be gone for over three months, we might come back to Baltimore. Um, and so we would stay here. So during our separation time, we came back to Baltimore. And so for the kids, in their mind, they didn't see it any different. We were separated for a long time before we got divorced. Um, and divorce, the, the actual process of the divorce for us was fast. We didn't have to wait a while um, because we had been already separated for so long. But um, it was shocking. Like, I did not know that I was going to get a text message, not a call, a text message <laughs> to tell me. I think we need to do the divorce paperwork and I've contacted a lawyer and I'm going to do this because though we didn't have intentions of really getting back together, we were just in a good place. Like we were getting along and I was just like, okay, well, it is what it is. If we get back together, we do. If we don't, we don't. But then when he actually said it, I was actually annoyed. I was like, did you just send me a text message to tell me that you want a divorce? Like, sir, call me, give me the courtesy of picking up the phone. But in that process, though, now for me, mine was different. We were already like in a place where we knew we were having issues. Mm -hmm. But mine was I didn't get the text. Actually, I got to sit down at the kitchen table face to face while I'm literally nine months do it any day Mm -hmm. message of I hope, you know, and remember, I want a divorce. So, yeah, that was how mine went. And it was. In that process, in that moment, I'm like, really? While I'm pregnant, is this what you want to say to me? Mm-hmm. So I just said, no problem. Yeah. You know, and I think it didn't really hit me that we were in the process until the papers came in the mail as far as the agreement. Yeah. And when you get lawyers involved, it's important that you make your position known, what right. you feel, mm-hmm. you know, because lawyers will come in at times, sometimes, not all, but some lawyers will come in and just say, we're going to do this and we're going to get this and we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that you still have to, for me, I had to make the best decision for me and, and my children, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I think. A lot of times in divorce, people get so caught up with being vindictive Mm -hmm. and being, you know, seeking revenge. And that wasn't my motive. Yeah. It just wasn't. I really was just like, what can I get for my kids out Mm -hmm. of this? You know? So it was, 
it was an interesting process. And of course, you know, I discussed some of it in my book, Broken at Birth. Yeah, yes, you yeah. can get a copy at Amazon and I'll give you details where else you can buy it. But yes. So for me, I think we became in a better place maybe years after the divorce. Okay. Like, we're not the best of friends, yeah. but we're able to co-parent. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the ultimate goal when you're divorced yep. and you have children involved, yep. you know, to be able to co-parent. It's not a matter of, I like this person or I don't like this person. I think it's more of, you should respect this person, yeah. you know? Yeah, and that's that's the same. So, the while I was shocked by receiving the notice, the divorce process was really easy. Um, I wasn't into like we need to separate this we need to separate that like that part of it didn't concern me it was just like excuse me let's get this over and done with as amicably as we can and then we move on um the only thing that I really wanted was to keep my name and I only wanted to keep my name because I didn't change my name when we immediately got married I didn't change my name to my name until Shiloh asked me why did my name match her name and so it mattered to me to just have you know that the same name as her so that was the only thing that I wanted he didn't care I didn't care um and so yeah we still are the same way we are really good friends like we have a really good relationship you know we co-parent really really well um we finally just now kind of like got to the point where um, we are trying to have other relationships and those other relationships are being introduced to the girls. So that's a brand new, like that life after divorce <laughs> is a different type of life. That, that part. Yeah. I just, for me, it's interesting because when you brought the name issue, mm-hmm. that was the one thing that I did request, you know, during the divorce process to maintain my married name mm-hmm. not that I wanted it yeah but for the sake of my children mm-hmm. because kids are very curious they ask a lot of questions and even though you think you may have a four-year-old who is not attentive trust me they are like sponges and they will soak it all up mm-hmm. so I didn't want my children to be in school or to be one place and they'll say well mom why is your last name this and our last name is that yeah. so it wasn't until my girls became older mm-hmm. that they were able to understand and fully process everything. And they'll tell you, they know when I use my former married name and when I use my maiden name, they right. know. So that process, I think a lot of times in the heat of the moment, mm-hmm. people don't understand why you do what you do. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because I remember when we were in court and I made that as my point, I thought about the Tina Turner movie, What's Love Got to Do With It? Right, when they right. Were, <laughs> yeah. When they were in court and she said she she earned her last yeah. name, you know? Yeah. So it was it was just funny, especially when you're the first wife. Yeah. You know, I earned my title. Give me, give me that credit mm-hmm. enough so that my kids can feel that connection. Yes. So that was how life was. After the divorce, okay, so here's my thing. What did you do the exact day you got your divorce papers? Like, what did you do? How did you feel? Um, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think, I know I didn't celebrate. I think I just got them in the mail and I might have sent him a text message like, oh, all right, it's, it's done. Like, we, we good. Because nobody knew, um, like my family members, I went through this divorce process by myself. Wow. Yeah, with just 
he knew I knew and that was it. It wasn't until actually recently um, that, you know, the family really started to really know that it was a divorce. And I, I kept it that way because I had not told the the girls yet. Okay. Um, We finally did tell Shiloh maybe last year, mm-hmm. last year, because she was eight. I felt like she was old enough. Before then, I was like, you're too young. Like, you, right. don't, you, you don't need to know. That's not a conversation that we would have with them. Um, and Serenity just just recently found out, like, like this year. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and it's because she's five, and it came up, and we were having a conversation and Shiloh already knew. And so she mentioned it. And then Serenity was like, what is that? What is What does that mean? And so I had to have the conversation with her at that moment. Mm. Because it was like, this is your reality. I need you to understand it and hear it from me. And so that was a part of the reason why I went through everything by myself. Because I didn't want it to get back to my child being so young. And I had not been able to tell her first. Exactly. It's crazy because for me... Um, I had to go back to the courthouse and the process here at that time was the person who filed was the only person who had to return back Mm -hmm. to sign off on paperwork. So I went to the courthouse and I remember going through the process and I walked in the courthouse feeling like, okay, I was just like interesting to see what was going to happen next. Mm -hmm. But I walked out and I kind of felt numb walking from the courthouse to my car. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have no, I didn't jump off the courthouse step into a cheerleading mode type thing. I just felt at that moment like, wow, mm-hmm. this is really real. This really happened. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I went to my godmother's house, he called me mm-hmm. and he said, you know, some people get divorced and then they get remarried. I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> I said, no. Right. What? No. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, no, congratulations. And, you know, I wish you nothing but the best mm-hmm. on your new journey. And let's just focus on being better people mm-hmm. for the sake of our children. Um, I think because my girls were so young at the time, mm-hmm. they were like under three. So I didn't really have to explain things. Okay. But I'm noticing as they get older. Mm-hmm. They have questions. Yeah. And some questions I answer because I feel like they're old enough to understand it. There are some questions that I put on hold. Right. Um, and then I try to also make sure that when they present the question to me, I contact their dad so yep. that he knows. And I think that's so important yes. because oftentimes one party will downplay or attack Mm -hmm. the other party because of their own internal pain. And I just don't think that's cool. Like, it's kids involved, you know? And Absolutely. I agree. We did the same thing when we told Shiloh we were and we made sure that we did a family trip, a family, just us for a family, and we talked to her together at the same time. With with Serenity, we couldn't be in the same place, Mm -hmm. but it was a FaceTime. On the screen, us four talking at the same time. I absolutely agree. Whether or not we together or not, these are both our children. And so we have to have a mutual conversation with both of them. Yeah. And not only that, the other thing that was interesting is you said that you kept it to yourself all that time, mm-hmm. pretty much. And you, your family just recently found out. Mm-hmm. 
For me, mine was the opposite. Okay. My family was all in. They knew it all. And that's that was my fault. Mm-hmm. And that was because I was so hurt and emo- emotionally just a wreck. Yeah. That I cried on any shoulder that was available. Yeah. And so what what my situation was, and I always stood firm on it, and I still do to this day, is that regardless of what you may think of my ex-husband, which is their father, personally, mm-hmm. you are never allowed to disrespect him yes. in front of them. Yeah. And I think that's a key thing. Like, yeah. you know, do you feel the same way? That is exact. That is exactly the reason why I didn't tell anybody. It's because I know, you know, my family's going to ride for me. They're going to go hard for me. And so... They're going to be feeling some type of way. And they also going to come up with their own narrative. They're going to create their own narrative. That's the reason why. Because that's another thing. We're done. We're divorced. What caused it? Why? That's irrelevant. Like, that was our marriage. And what happened in our marriage stayed in our marriage. Um, And so, but I didn't want them to judge him i didn't want them to treat him any different because our kids were young too and they still are young and he's always going to be around you know um and so i wanted them to treat him the same and so because they i i guess they might have would have back then but i didn't know so i kept this to myself and so now that they just found out they still have a good relationship with him and they don't feel no type of way now they do still ask me questions now and they're like well why did y'all do this why it's done. We're, we're, we're good. And it, it doesn't change who he is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even though it didn't work out, let's say, for example, even though he may not have been a good husband or you may not have been a good wife, it doesn't take away from him how he is as a father yes. to your children. Yes. So, and I think people tend to miss that, you know, whole point. Yeah. So here we go. We're divorced. Mm-hmm. What's next? What did you like? What did you start focusing on? But see, you were going. You were already Sorry. separated for an extended period of time. Yes. So what did you do for you during that process of the separation slash divorce? What did you do for you to work on Kiana? Um, I didn't honestly. When we were separated, I didn't really work on me. Um, I really just focused on the girls and that was like my thing. It wasn't until we really actually went through the divorce and got the divorce divorce that I kind of was just like, okay, now I need to figure out what I'm going to do. Do I want to start dating again? Do I want to start, you know, now having hobbies? Like, how do I want to go about this? And so, I don't know. I just kind of took it a day at a time. And as, you know, friends or new people that you meet, flew in then I would you know go with the motion but I didn't act and I still don't I don't actively go out I don't you know go to these things that I would need to go to to meet people because <laughs> obviously I'm not saying that's gonna walk up on me but I still have had people that I've, I've met and I feel like when I have met them it's been a reason for me meeting them like they it had to be the right moment the right time so I don't know I I wasn't hurt though so I wasn't hurt um, by the divorce. I wasn't, um, you know, I, I didn't need to have a process to really deal with anything. Okay. I really just needed to move on. So were you numb? No. You had no emotion at that point? I, I didn't. I really did not feel, did not feel anything. Wow. Um, And 
I think a, a portion of it is really just because we were already apart. Right. So the time it kind of already happened. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. And, and so, and when we were already apart, you know, Serenity was a baby during that time. So I was, maybe that's the reason why I had to deal with her as a baby and, you know, just the new mom, not new mom, but new baby type things. So I guess during those first, you know, two, three, almost three years of her life, it was just kind of like going with the, the emotions of life. And then when it happened, it just, it really was just a matter of filling out the paperwork. See, for me, it was, what I did was because my girls were small, they were real young. They were all under about four and under, I believe. And so I made a decision Okay, I went through the emotions. I went through the crying, the sleepless nights, mm -hmm. you know, asking why me? Why am I going through this? Mm -hmm. What did I do wrong? You know, I went through all of that. Mm -hmm. You know, the emotions that take place, I went through it. I went through the part of I'm looking through the, the cell phone to see who we talking to mm -hmm. and, you know, who we texting and mm -hmm. things like that. Because at that time, we, we were still under the same plan. Yeah. So, you know, I went through that phase. So I'm mm -hmm. not going to sit up here and say, oh, You'll be fine. No, I went through it, yeah. you know. Um, then I finally got to a point where I was just like, you know what? Let me do me. Mm -hmm. Let me focus back on bettering myself because in the end, my mindset was it's just me and my girls. Yeah. So I went back to school, um, got my bachelor's and was like, you know what? Might as well stay in. I went and got my master's mm -hmm. and I was just focused more on making it a better life. For my children and mm -hmm. myself, and it was, it was not an easy process. I do. I'm very grateful, and I thank God for my family mm -hmm. because they were very supportive, and I had a few, you know, friends at the time who were very supportive during that process. But that was what I focused on. I just focused on trying to just get things right for the girls. Yeah. Um, I was so angry looking back on it. Mm -hmm. I couldn't stand if, if a man even looked at me and mm -hmm. said, can I have your name or number? I'm like, no, cause you're a cheater. You're this, you're that. So for me, I just was like moving just full force focused on one thing. Yeah. So I just was focusing on just trying to be able to maintain and provide, mm -hmm. um, because I didn't know what he was going to do. You know, sometimes when people meet other people, they change. Yeah. And I did not know if he was going to fall into that category. Yeah. But um, I just, you know, I dated here and there. And I don't even call it like a serious dating. It was like I went out here and there. Yeah, right, right. You know, but one of my biggest rules is for anyone who has children and is after divorce, every person that you date, Everyone that you encounter, you do not need to have them around your children. Absolutely. You just don't. Absolutely. You know, to each his own. No room for... I'm not judging. But I just feel like when your child sees that, yeah. it does something to them, mm -hmm. you know. And so I had... I That was another reason, too, I think, why I limited myself a little bit yeah. with this serious dating because I'm just like, if you want to be around my kids, we have to really be serious Settle down, mm -hmm. and we know we're planning a future. Yes, so I agree, and I'm I'm the exact same way. You know, the the few people that I've dated, they don't even know that they existed. 
Never seen them. Never come to the house. I'll meet you out. I'll, you know, whatever. Don't come to, don't even come around. You know what I mean? Um, and then same thing for him. I told him like anybody that you date, I don't need to meet them until they're serious. When you get serious enough to the point where you say like, this is going to be a person, then, you know, I'll meet them. And this recent person is the only person that I've ever met. So, okay. Newsflash. Okay. <laughs> some tea. So when that was my, my understanding, I thought that was the agreement that my ex and I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found out that when the girls were like very, very young, mm-hmm. you see, they couldn't talk too much. They were around someone that he was seeing and I went ballistic. And then he, he has now since remarried Mm -hmm. and my thing was, let me meet her first. Yes. You know, out of respect, I think that should occur so that I can know who's going to be around my children, Absolutely. you know, because if they're around your, um, your other, you know, your ex, they're going to be around someone else. So for me, her and I met. He was hesitant. He was really nervous mm-hmm. about it. And I'm like, why are you nervous? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because she asked me. I remember she said, well, what caused you guys to get a divorce? Mm, she wanted to know. Okay. Yeah. And I said, that's not up for discussion right. because your experience <laughs> with him could very well be different than what my experience was with him. Yep. And I didn't want to plant anything absolutely in her head Mm -hmm. to give her a perception Mm -hmm. i wanted her to embrace her experience Mm -hmm. you know and i said i'm not that type of woman but you can ask him yeah you know and it was that moment Mm -hmm. when she said she gained a great deal of respect for me and her and i get along we have a great relationship you know truth be told she's part of the main reason why my ex-husband and i are able to communicate yeah, and that's beautiful. That's how that's how adults should operate. Exactly. Keyword adults. <laughs> yeah. That is what I envision for us. That is what I think that people should do. And you should uh, people that can't operate like that actually annoy me. And I'm like, you're being a child, especially when children are concerned. Now, when no children are concerned, y'all can act that way if y'all want to, but y'all don't even need to talk to each other after y'all divorce. Exactly. But when children are concerned, that is absolutely the way that it should be. I think it's important to experience a divorce as far from the perspective of it happened. You know, you're not the first person that's going to go through a divorce right. and you won't be the last. Is it a is it a good experience? No, it's very painful. But I do believe and speaking from my own experience, there were a lot of lessons that were learned. Absolutely. You know, and there were things that he himself could improve mm-hmm. on, but I didn't focus on that. Mm-hmm. I was focusing on what about me yes. that I can improve and make better. So for me, life after divorce has been a learning experience. Yeah. And it's one of those things I like to say is one of those growing pains. Like you just, it was painful, but you grew, you know, through it. And you don't think about it when you're in the storm. Right. You know, like, it's yep. going to get better. Mm-hmm. But for some way, somehow, you found enough strength and you muster it up and you press forward. So, I'm just glad that we both were able to get through our divorces and that life after has not been bitter. Yeah. But life has been much, much better after that. And that we have a bright future. 
Right. Even further. <laughs> so I'll be at your next wedding. You'll be at mine. So it's going to be some years. Shoot. I just you never to... know. I really, I like, honestly, I'm not saying I like being single because I do want to find somebody, but I'm not mad by myself. Like I enjoy, I like myself. I enjoy being by myself. I enjoy my time. And so I'm not rushing anything. Our marriage definitely wasn't rushed, but um I I'm I'm just like, yeah, it's been, you know, a year, but the at this See, point, it's still fresh to me. No, for you. no, I think Made it fresh like on paper. It's still fresh on paper. I'm I'm just like, hey. And see that's how I was like after a while, three months after like it happened, I'm just like, let me just you know, embrace my singlehood and, you know, but it's, it's been a journey, you know, and it's one where, and, you know, a lot of people say, well, I regret marrying this person. I regret marrying Oh, no, I don't regret it. I don't regret yeah, it. Yeah, I definitely Why you don't regret? I don't regret it because it was, it was my seasonal love. Like I needed, you know how you have, everything happens for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And I know the reason that he was put there in that season. It was season for me to learn to be he was the first person that I've ever actually been in love with like the first person for me to have a child with the first person for me to learn my love language the first person for me to you know just learn about myself as a real adult and mother and I needed that so then now um when I go into my next one I'm, I'm ready I'm prepared I've been, you know, taught, I've learned from the experiences. And so I definitely needed that in order to make me the way that I am right now. We argued, we went through so many things. We fought bad, you know, fought bad, meaning like, you know, we would blame the other person or we would throw daggers at the other person. Well, now I know how to argue better. I know how to listen to somebody, not just hear them, but actually listen to what they're saying and don't try to make assumptions of what I think they're saying. Just really hear what they're saying. So all of those little things like that that you learn um, are the reason why I definitely wouldn't change anything for the way that it happened. I wouldn't change the hurt. I wouldn't change the painful moments because they are the reason that I am the way that I am right now. And they are the reason why I know that when I do marry again, even though I don't want it to happen now, <laughs> but when I do marry again, that that will be my lifetime marriage. I, I agree with you on that. It will be a lifetime marriage. I think for me, I don't regret it because life is a learning experience. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, and every experience is not going to always be your high. You know, you're going to have some low experiences. I don't regret it be- because out of my marriage I was able to obtain three of the best gifts anybody could ever ask for. Mm -hmm. And I also was able to obtain to learn more about me, Mm -hmm. you know, and I I married very young. Mm -hmm. I was 22, 23. So I got married very young. And one thing I can say about marriage is marriage is not the ideal picture that's portrayed in t- on TV. Right. And I think, especially when you're young, you mm-hmm. go in with that mindset. So 
you don't always have that person say, baby, this is what marriage is. Right. This is what the role of the wife is. This is the role of the husband. Understand you're going to wear more than one hat, mm-hmm. you know? So I didn't have necessarily that tool book, so to speak. Right. So I don't regret it because like you said, it prepared, it was a lesson that yeah. prepared me for when I remarry yep. or when I marry again, I should say. So that was that. But I want to leave you guys with, first, I want to thank Kiana for coming on to the Are You Effect podcast. And I want to leave you guys with a word that you can carry with you through the week. And that word is strength. The reason I chose the word strength is because when you are at your lowest or what you think to be your lowest, you will find out strength that you had within that you didn't even know you had. You will find yourself being able to create something from nothing you know you will find yourself doing things that you never imagined yourself doing so even though life may throw rocks it may throw stones understand that your strength is your umbrella to keep you pressing forward to cover you to make sure that you will get through it you can get through it and just always remember that you are not alone You were built for this because if you wasn't, it wouldn't have been given to you. So thank you again for joining the RE podcast and we will see you guys next Thursday.